Welcome back to the good stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself. Brent Lindicue, the good things guy, and sitting right next to me is Carrie, the good news girl. Care. Morning. Morning, morning. How are you? It's my favorite day of the week. How do you think I am? We've got Tuesdays. We love Tuesdays. We get to hang out in studio with you guys, bring you all of the good stuff, all of that stuff that matters. Um, and, you know, we get to be inspired. We inspire each other. You inspire me. Really? You do inspire me. For real life? With all the work that you do. You do inspire me. So the good stuff is Cliff Central's very own happy hour. It's a place where we don't talk about protests or crime or corruption or our president or censorship or any of those great things. Um, Instead, we bring you good news and inspiration. We give you something that you can talk about at the dinner table or the water cooler that really matters. Um, The weekly show aims to put a smile on people's faces and provide a welcome relief from the daily grind. This is important because this is where we live, right? You don't want to be struck down with negativity. Um, We have compelling and inspirational interviews and a healthy dose of humor. Uh, And this week is no different. Kerry and I will kick off the show with our top, we're actually doing like a top 10 yes. for the year so far. Yeah, the first six months of the year. So we'll do the the, the 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5. Yes. And then, or oh, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. You know what? Because they're the top, they all, they're all important. So it doesn't matter where we start. Okay, we bring you five of the top one. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. Five of the top ones. Uh, and then we'll bring you all of those and, and we'll put them up online so that you can catch up with all of them as well. Mm. And then we also get to talk to Sandile and Jeff. They've been in studio with us before. Mm. Um, they're just in incredible human beings that are doing amazing things uh, for South Africa. Yes. And, and it's going to be cool to catch up with them because we haven't spoken to them no, for a while. No, we haven't. I'm, and that's, I'm looking forward to that as well. And then also Karen Black uh, will be popping around. She's someone that you connected with yes. from Faces of Hope. Faces of Hope and Faces of Inspiration. That is her um, her NPO. And then she's also got a company um, called Talent Finders. So she's a very busy lady. And um, she has been, she's actually just been featured in a magazine called Fast Company South Africa. Man, um, I saw that, right? Yeah. I saw that. I, I didn't see her yeah. um, insert, mm. but one of the girls from the CEO Sleep Out, yes. who was on the PR and social mm. media side, yeah. Kirsty Bassett. Yes. She was in the same magazine, and, and I saw amazing. her insert. You know, so these it's are like these the top are women, 30 under exactly. 30 or something. And these are women doing inspirational things. And um, I mean, they just, they really are. Changing, changing the whole, what is it? Um, the face of, of South African entrepreneurship and business charity. Exactly. And the, the thing behind, you know, females can't, can't really, can't really do it. But they We are call that it. the sexist bullshit. Yes, that one. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. But I don't mind. I don't mind. All right, cool. So um, if you want to get involved with the conversation, you can tweet us at BrendlinDeCue or... Kerry Stein. Or... Cliff Central, Cliff Central Calm. Or you can give us a call on 0861 555 I remembered it today. I did remember <laughs> it. Or you can um, WeChat us. I almost forgot about WeChat. You can WeChat. WeChat. Yes, you can WeChat. WeChat us as well. All right. So every week we, we do a basic catch up of what's been happening and what's going on and, and things that we just want to talk about. First being the weather is pretty amazing right now. I know. It's getting so warm. I'm so excited. It's flipping cool. It's very seen, exciting. Have you seen what's happening as well? A lot of the festivals and stuff um, coming up, summer festivals, all of the sporting events, they're all for charity. Yeah, so the charities are noticing that the whole weather is changing and they're taking stuff outdoors. Exactly. 
Damn it. And that's the, I mean, the festivals are seeing the importance of getting involved somehow. And, um, there's a, literally, there is a festival almost every second week. Some Man. sort of festival. So I've, I've signed up for, um, the Telcom Cycle Challenge. Yes. And I've done it two years in a row, but mm. this year I'm doing it a little bit differently. Uh, goodthingsguy.com is going to be doing it as a team. Oh, wow. We've got about 20 riders, but each rider, even though we're wearing the same kit, yeah. we're all giving back to charity in our own way. So it's not. That's amazing. Not just for one. So each person, I mean, what matters to me might not matter to you. Yeah, exactly. So we're all sort of riding together in the same kit and then... For the good things guy. For the good things guy. And then each giving back to our own charity. But that makes a lot of sense anyway because the good thing the good things guy just benefits everybody. Exactly. Well, thank oh, you. Oh, that's awesome. That's very cool of you. Well um, and five of us that are riding under the banner yeah. uh, are riding bikes that are built for teenagers. What? It's going to be quite tough. Apparently, they've only got one gear, which is is quite drastic. Um, okay. And at the end of the race, uh, we're going to give them, them to five disadvantaged <gasps> kids. Oh. But it's going to be a tough race. It's going to be a tough. Like I've never. Uh, the first year I did it on a mountain bike. And then you got donated a bike. And then I got donated a bike the second year that costs the same price as a house. I wanted to go and auction. <laughs> and um, no, they took that away from me. Damn did they? bastards! Yeah, they took it back. But they're, giving, they're giving me another one. Okay, good. Yeah. And then this year, I'm going to do it on literally a teenager's bike. <gasps> that is going to be... Are you all doing it on teenager's bikes? Five of us. Five that of us. That is insane. Yeah. Travis Kruger put it together and, and he called me. He's a good friend of mine and he's just got such a good soul. And he said to me, it's what he wanted to do and, and would I do it? I didn't even hesitate. hesitate. Not even for a second. Well, then, then then you know you're doing it for the right thing. The right, right. Thing. I have to say this because yes. because... We finish, we finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what sandwiches. is this, what is this rule, what the rule, what is this rumor? I ne- I have to bring it up because it's, it's is funny. It bothering you. No, it's just funny, man. <laughs> what is this rumor about people thinking that we're dating? Okay. So I have had inquiries over the last. Inquiries. Years, you sound, you sound like a temping agency. After, I've had inquiries. <laughs> over the last two or three weeks. It started at the beginning of the year. I've had a couple. Um, but in the last few weeks, I've had a lot of inquiries. How long have you guys been together? Is it because we always yes. in photos? I think so. Do they know that we have a show together? Yes. So what do they think? That, that they think that we're in a relationship. And we just, we hang out on a Tuesday in yeah, studio yeah, yeah, as yeah. well as at nighttime and we get on with spaghetti. So, we are <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> and we get on so well. And the way we look at each other, I'm thinking to myself, really? I'm going to go back in these photos and I'm going to go have a look. Okay, so um, I love Kerry. I, I think love she's Brent an too. amazing human yes, being, yeah. and we do finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but we're not together, so no. let's put that to rest. Yes. Um, but we are really good friends, and we've gotten to know each other really well with doing we the show have together. To be. But um, imagine if we were frenemies. I know, and then we had to pretend. That would suck. I, uh, completely. Imagine we were frenemies and we had to spend the whole night on the CEO sleep out bridge together like we did and sort of go on that road trip and do a two hour show live and like share uh, a sleeping bag. It wouldn't no. have worked. No. Mm-mm. So I like being your friend a lot more. I like too. Love you, friend. <laughs> love you too. We love you too, um, Brenty's fiance. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm also engaged, so there's yes, also that yeah, other so side. Sorry about that. Sorry, um, guys. Okay, so so you're not dating me. Are you dating anyone? No. Okay. Just no. 
No. Okay, we can go with no. We'll, we'll <laughs> leave it there. We'll leave it there. It was a question I had to ask. It had to be asked. All right, so um, quick quick sticks. We, we sort of wanted to discuss this last week, and we didn't get time. Um, there was apparently a conversation that you had with one of the producers yes. about a guy with a book or something, and well, it was a really good story that yes. we need to feature. Exactly. What a is couple, it? A couple of weeks ago, we were all chatting about um, – it was, it was a, on a Tuesday – because that's um, the day that our show is, guys. Yes, and this particular guy had 48 hours because he had created a, a crowdfunding uh, website. And those of you who are familiar with crowdfunding know that they give you a, like a period of time to you, raise It's almost like fund. a goal thing. So yes. you have to like set, you go, okay, cool, I need 50,000 rand and I'm giving, I'm giving it... 10 days or a month or a year or however long you want it, but they, they sort of give it a timeline so that there's a goal and a deadline, basically. Mm-hmm. Yes. So so what happened with, with this one is uh, Sia Funda was um, wanting to publish a book designed for children who are learning Isi Zulu at primary level. The book features an English translator page for non-Zulu speakers with an interactive version of the book under development. This funding will also help improve the book's digital um, imprint by creating a state-of-the-art interactive website. So basically he was, he was touching on a completely di- different way of, of teaching a different language, an African language. And it's something and that we should all, as South Africans, I mean, we do... So we, we've got a large um, portion of our listeners that, that aren't from South Africa. Yes. Um, they could be expats, though. But if you're living in South Africa, I think it's so important to learn an African really language. Is. And Zulu is part of our syllabus now. It was wasn't, when I was... wasn't part of mine. Really? No. We're the same age. That's so weird. Yeah, no. In my school, there was no Zulu. We got taught Afrikaans. Zulu was our third language. So, I can, I can Afrikaans rechtig, rechtig praat. Like, I had geen probleem met Afrikaans. Blade, blade, mooi word. But, um, <laughs> Zulu, not so much. And I would love to learn, actually. Me as well. It's a I beautiful would love language. To learn. It's a beautiful language. I know entry level, but his dream goal was 155,000 rand. But he That's needed. What he needed. 155,000. And then before they cut it off, um, they extended it a few days extra. And, um, Who did? The crowdfunding people? Yes. So they actually allowed that? Yes, they did. Flip, that's cool. And within that 48-hour period, someone donated a huge lump sum of money. And his pledge so far, because he's got six days left, 46 backers, and he's sitting on 175,562 so cents. Man, that's cool. Can can we try and get him on the show? I think so. I think it's, we yeah. should get him on the show and we can sort of discuss the good things that are happening. I think it's amazing. Man, that's well cool. Done. Yay. All right. So Olympics, uh, pretty much done and dusted. Um, there's, there's something that I want to do. There, oh. <laughs> the, we're going to call it the top 15 funniest tweets about the Rio 2016 Olympic, Olympics. Okay. It's just funny. So I've got to, I've oh, got to tell them. Okay. You do the it. top 15 funny. All right. So, uh, this comes from Rob Delaney and he said, me watching Olympic events. Holy shit. That was amazing. <laughs> Commentator. Ooh, that was not good at all. He must really be upset with himself. <laughs> How was the, what, what did they say when that, um, that guy ran, uh, it was gymnast and he, he, Basically, like snapped his. He snapped his leg. Yes. And then they dropped him. 
So he broke his leg yeah. And then they put him in the ambulance <gasps> And then they dropped him I want to do a few more So okay. here's another tweet This is from Z uh, There are 16 year olds competing at the Olympics And I'll still push on, pool, push on pool doors And struggle getting through the whole day without a nap <laughs> <laughs> Oh here's another one Andrew uh, Cicilino said Want to feel old that The youngest Olympian in Rio was born in 2002 What? Is that the one that the swimmer? Yeah because there's so. a picture of him standing um, ne- next to Phelps, I think it was. Oh, wow. And he's this nerdy little boy, and he has uh, these glasses on and this, you know, he's ner- he's a nerd. He's a nerdy little schoolboy, and he's, he's young. Young, young, young. young. And Born now in 2002. he's got this ripped body, and he's standing there in his speedo, and I'm like, wow, okay. And I think he actually beat Phelps. I stand to be corrected, though. Yeah, not su- well, t- that is surprising and quite crazy. Um, next up, which I've just lost my place. It's actually swimming as well. They need to throw, uh, this is from Eric Hutchinson. Yes. They need to throw one regular person in the Olympic swimming pool lanes for context. <laughs> so, so imagine me swimming against Michael Phelps. Then you'd really understand how fast mm. or Chad LeClaw is actually. I was actually having this discussion the other day with somebody about um, these swimmers and that they actually train for eight hours a day. That's eight mad. hours a day. They say it takes like 10,000 hours to become a professional at something. Mm-hmm. 10,000 10, 10, hours I think. Uh, I'm going to read the last one A 41-year-old gymnast is competing in her 7th Olympics I just texted my son and offered him 5 rand to come downstairs and hand me the remote <laughs> <laughs> So it was you do. People were getting involved with the conversation It is quite funny Some of them I can't say because they're rude And on, on radio, even though we're allowed to say whatever we want I don't want to So I'm going to put that link up online So that you can see all of the funny tweets because um, they are so flipping funny. And uh, and I think it's time to get into our top number one fives. Five top, top number ones. <laughs> yes. That's how we roll. So every top, 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 Every week we come up with really, um, Kerry searches the internet. Uh, I, I get to collate a lot of the things on goodthingsguy.com, but Kerry gets to really dig deep. And, um, and she chooses the top five for every week. And what we've decided is because, I mean, we're a little bit late, but, Better late than pregnant. Um, so, Speak for yourself. <laughs> so we are going to give you like a mid-year top ten. We'll be doing five this week and five next week. Yes. So I, I, I'm going to start with numbers because I'm I'm OCD like that. You're going to start with numbers. So I can go top ten. Yes. What What do we have at number ten? <laughs> well, okay, so. How am I going to do this even? So, okay, number 10. Let's go. Number 10. Teenage double... I, I, I must just tell you, I'm looking at Kerry from across the room. I totally threw her off there. She was, she was prepared to do it in her I'm own so way. Confused. And then I was like, whatever. I'm not going to lie. I'm confused. Okay, so do it however you want to. Number I'm 10. To, I'm going to go red to blue. Okay. Okay. So number 10. Teenage double amputee to run part of the Comrades Marathon. Go Sandile. Do you remember the story? Yes, I do. Of course I do. Man, you were tweeting like a wildfire. <laughs> so, well, that's what we were told to do. It was our support system. Support system. Sandile um, is a double amputee. And he got to do the Nedbank Mile at the Comrades Marathon, which... I mean, he just learned to walk with his prosthetics. Yes. And then he ran mm-hmm. in the space of like a couple of months. Yeah. And in order to inspire him and to motivate him and just to show him that he had the backing of South Africa, mm-hmm. they created this um, pathway. Yes. And the pathway was filled with tweets. So he didn't have a red carpet. He had a tweet carpet. 
And you were featured on Life. Yes. <laughs> 30 of those. Well, I hope I was. No, you were. <laughs> Apparently, Sandile said he saw you like 30 times. <laughs> Kerry was busy.com. But the support was but amazing. But that's why we had to. That's a long. That's far. I mean, how many tweets is that supposed to be? Like people tweeting all the time. Like, that's a lot of tweets. It's a lot of tweets. And it's, it's you know, it's all for a good cause. Yeah, and it's cool to be. Mile. And it's cool to mm-hmm. be a part of someone else's journey. Um, it was amazing. It makes me excited and happy. If I, I mean, if I have to think realistically, if I had to lose a limb. Oh. You know, it's it's it so does, tough. It's, and it's life changing. It's life changing. And he, Sandile, is just going for it and he, he continues. He's a runner now. Yeah. He's a runner. It's insane. Very proud of you, Sandile. Well done. We're still going for Sandile. Yes. We're gonna tweet <laughs> you right now. Uh what do we have at number nine? Donations pouring in for Darren August, a South African who may never walk again. After trying to stop a robbery. Wow, how the story has evolved. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I think back to a couple of months ago when we were reporting on Darren August. Mm-hmm. And um, again, so just a good kid. Uh, he was on his way to work. and Hold um, on. And his work is actually... Um, it's charity-based. Yes. So he teaches uh, boys that come from the streets soccer. He's a soccer coach. As you do. In underprivileged or, areas. Man. And that's where he was going. Good heart, good guy. Mm-hmm. On the train, on the way to, to work in the morning. And um, his carriage got, uh, what would you call? Robbed? Yeah. Ambushed? Yeah. They were like ni- nine guys, guys that were armed. And they, they climbed into the carriage and they were harassing people for their money and jewelry and cell phones and all sorts of things. And then they, they tried to attack a pregnant, pregnant woman. Lady. Well, not attack, but harass her yes, yeah. to get her stuff. Yeah. And Darren August, he was like 23. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not having any of that. Yeah. You don't do that. Yeah. And he protected the pregnant lady. Protected the pregnant lady. They smacked him over the head with a crowbar, Mm. removed all of his stuff and threw him out of the train. He, he hit his back on a tree, on a tree and broke his back. Mm. Luckily he had his cell phone in his shoe because he knew it was quite rough on the train or whatever. And he called the ambulance. That's a horrible story that the ambulance only came like four hours later or something stupid. He Um, was actually discovered by somebody else because he had passed out. From the pain. Yes. So somebody else saw him, that a worker from the um, that was working in the, the farms close by, actually saw him. And he was taken to hospital, and mm-hmm. um, all the other news outlets were reporting on the crime. They were reporting on the the hooligans mm. in the in the wagon and on the train, on the train and the the evil side of it because blood sells. That's yep. what they believe, you know. And um, good things guy decided to instead do a little crowdfunding thing. Mm-hmm. We raised half a million rand in like twelve hours. Yep. And um, Darren because August because he didn't have medical aid. No. Yep. And and his whole thing in life is he's. De- Determined to, to walk. walk again because they told him he would never walk. No, he was and be paralyzed. When he started the rehabilitation, like what normal people would I take think it in, was like in five days he was already doing the physio, trying to like walk, walk again yeah. on those poles and yes, stuff. Yeah. And and that's just determination mm. personified. Yeah, he's an incredible human being. Well done, Darren. Darren, we love you. <laughs> Support you. Yeah. Uh, we're going to put that up online so you can read the whole update and everything that comes with it. What do we have at number eight? Woman starts an amazing campaign to find the dancing man who was body shamed on social media. I love this story. <laughs> yeah, just flipping cool. So, um, he, oh, what was the story? He's from England. Yes. And he was at a, what was a pub or a club? 
I guess it was a club because yeah. he was dancing. Well, you did keep music. He was dancing. But he was dancing and he was just being himself, doing his thing. And uh, these random girls were taking photos of him and started tweeting and putting them on social media saying that he really shouldn't be doing that and how big he was and he should be ashamed of himself. And they were, and it was it, terrible. And uh, I mean, the, there's a set of photos. So yes. it was him dancing. And then the next set was him looking upset. Because they, he'd, he'd noticed he them. He, yeah. He'd noticed them. Which is so incredibly Taking sad. photos of him. They were taking photos of him. And they were laughing at him. And they were pointing. It was terrible. What does that do for one's self-esteem? It's so, you know, human beings are, can be Shocking. horrible, horrible, horrible. Yeah, but how did that change his laugh? It did. So the, <laughs> the American guys or girls picked up on this. You, you know what? You can try and be nasty on social media. It's going to bite you in the bum and yep. badly. Badly. Mm-hmm. So they heard the story, saw the story, decided to find this dancing man. Yes. Because there was no name or whatever. No. And Pharrell Williams got involved. All with, of these celebrities. There was a handful of them. They all got involved and they threw a dance party for him with like 400 women. Yes. And invited him. They paid for him to come to America. Yep. He got to meet like Pharrell Williams and all the rest. And he had this huge dance party and they were like, I want to dance with you. It was a celebrity dance party. You're a good dancer. Yeah. And you know what, eh? They've never ever released the name of the, the original people that posted it. Yeah. But I hope you feel fucking terrible. <laughs> I and feel, we can I'm say so, that. But I'm so, I feel so strongly about this no, that I really hope you do. Yeah. You body shamed someone to try and make yourself feel better. And, and you know what? It actually went to go show your character more than anything else. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the honest to God truth. Exactly. We're going to put that up online. I'm very passionate about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> what do we have at number seven? A father is re- uh, reunited with his daughter after finding her at a homeless shelter. I can't, Kerry. That's just, I can't. <laughs> so basically, I remember this. Yeah. So basically what happened was um, the child's mother abducted the child. She she took the child away from the father and they moved to a different state, and um, trying to contact, um, trying to contact the child and the mother and 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 I mean he was just unsuccessful for so many years until he got wind that um, the mother had moved to a different town and the child was basically in a homeless shelter. In a I remember this in a flipping yes. homeless, homeless shelter. shelter. Yeah, the child had no family in a different town. Didn't know, um, you know, she didn't know anybody in the town. And the father went to find her. And he hadn't seen her since she was a baby. Shame, man. So he went halfway across the country in America and uh, found her at a, at a homeless shelter. After trying to find her for very, very many years. And um, basically, you know what? That actually makes me so angry because obviously I have a child and... Um, um, my child, dad and I are not together, but in a situation like this, I mean, especially when the father wants to be involved, it's, it's terrible. It's disgusting. Like, how do you do that to, to a young human being that's going to be scarred for life? That, that's the thing, right? In a lot of these situations where it goes pear shaped, um, it's got a beautiful ending, I but, mean, the, but because it does, but in the same breath, she's been through this moments of mm-hmm. her life uh and and the only person parents can fight all they want but the only people that lose out are the kids man you gotta you gotta think of the kids i think it's terrible it's but just it's, people being selfish okay but he he found his daughter 100%, right and now they're happy and they live together and he took her back home um i don't even know what happened to the mother but who cares right <laughs> 
Good stuff. Good stuff from, from the dad side. Thank you, the dad. Good job. Thank you, the dad. Good job. What do we have? And this is our final one at number six. Mm? It is, because that's five stories. Yes. <laughs> what do we have? Two-year-old Nigerian boy who was left to die makes a stunning recovery. So I'm sure everybody's seen the photos. Um, It's like a blonde blonde lady. I think she's got tattoos and she's wearing like a white shirt. She's she's, a humanitarian. She's a humanitarian. And she's crouching down and she's giving water. We've got people at the background talking. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the bridge. Um, Maybe they're talking about the same thing as us. So she's feeding this little, little, little human water. Yeah. Out of the cap, the bottle, the cap. Of a Coke bottle. Like it a- is just incredibly sad. Mm, mm. Incredibly sad. And basically what happened was, um, with the story, the mother had abandoned him because she thought that the child was, I think, possessed and had some sort of disease um, that was demonic. So they shunned the child. The t- child walked around, a two-year-old, hey? This is a tiny little person that is not old enough to look after themselves. Walked around trying to find food, begging for food, two years old, all by himself, and he's naked. He's walking around with no clothes on. I spoke about that last week, that in the the poorest of poor countries, when I was in India, um, the poorest of the poor don't have clothes on. No. That's, and and this little kid, um, I mean, my my niece is five. Yes. And I cannot imagine her no, even trying to fend for herself. My child is five. I can never. 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 At two. Uh-uh. <laughs> no ways. Anyway, so this lady rescued this little boy and... Um, I think they've, they've they've put him in a home. They did. Um, the story that, that followed on from there is within a couple of weeks healthy, he was healthy. And happy. And happy. And has family. Yes, he does. And his life has changed for the better. And he's a beautiful boy. Wow. I know. So it actually does turn out to be okay. Yes. It turns out to be okay. And what an amazing story. I mean, that boy's probably going to... He could be like the next president. Charlize Theron said it, and I'll say it again, that there could be a kid who has the 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 power, the knowledge, the expertise to be able to to solve AIDS. Mm. They, they could have that. That's that could exactly be real. It. And if they don't get the education, if they don't get the opportunity and the resources, we'll never know. We'll never know. No, we won't. And, and this, shame on you, actually, because, I mean, this little boy could change the world. And this little kid's done it. One last story that isn't part of our top ten that I just want to leave everybody with because it's so epically great and it's just fantastic and I want everybody to be speaking about it. Um, Tuli Madronsela leaves us this year as a public protector, mm. but she has just done amazing things. Mm-hmm. And I got to meet her this year, which was phenomenal. It was one of the best things I've ever done. I was standing at a dinner and she was there. And, um, you had dinner with Tuli. Like I've, I've met, I've met Prince Harry and I've met Charlie Theron. And oh, you know, just saying, just saying, I've, I've met all these amazing people. But Aww. it's, it's to meet people like that is just, you know, it's, it's part of whatever I have to do yes. and where I am. Mm. When I got to the dinner with, um, with Tuli Maroncella, I became like a groupie. Really? Like a groupie for the first time in my life. And I was standing adjacent from her. Yeah. And every now and then our eyes were like catching. And it was so nerve-wracking because I just wanted to introduce myself and meet her. I've got butterflies just hearing the story. I was anxious. (laughs) I was anxious. And in one moment she looked at me. Yeah. And I looked at her. 
and there was that you know when your eyes yes. don't just they don't just cross yeah. you actually physically Fixed. look at and I thought boy here's your opportunity yes. it's now you or never to. and I walked up to her and I said advocate Madonzella I am just so honored to meet you and the things that you do are so phenomenal and she looked at me and she said Brent call me Tuli she knew exactly who I was say what yeah, so from all the good stuff and, and, and Cliff Central, she knows So she knows, she knows, and she knows that she's been on our show. She knows what's going on. She might even be listening now. So, Tuli, as you asked me to call you, I hope you are listening, and I hope you are catching up with the good stuff. And we're just thankful for everything that you've done with South you Africa. You are amazing, and I, a true inspiration. I'm looking forward to your book, and after your book is launched at some point, I'm looking forward to the movie about you. Oh, um, wow. I wonder who would play her. Hmm. We'll think about that for a second. Uh, this is the good stuff. <laughs> we'll find your character on Cliff Central. Welcome back to the good stuff. Uh, it's Cliff Central's very unhappy hour. So um, every week we get to we get to interview incredible human beings that are doing amazing things. And what I love most about the person that we're about to interview is I know nothing about her except the fact that she runs something called Faces of Hope, and that she's also been in a magazine. And I must say, we're going to post a photo of this online because not only are you on a magazine. Oh, welcome, Karen. Uh, thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Rich. <laughs> it's great to have you here. Not only are you on, on a magazine, but Chelsea Handler is on the front cover. And she is my favorite, 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 favorite person of all time. Chelsea Handler. Yeah. yeah. She's incredible. Yeah. Okay, so I think before we get into anything, help us out, Chow. What is Faces of Hope? Um, so Faces of Hope um, is a foundation that I started. Um, How long ago? Uh, in... 2008. Yeah. 2008. Bill yeah. carried you the mess on that one. <laughs> and what do you guys do? Um, so our objective is to raise money for individuals who need financial assistance with cancer treatment. So that was the objective. And the reason I started it was because a friend of mine was diagnosed in a transition period between two medical aids. And because of that, didn't get any financial assistance. So that's why I started Faces of Hope. So th- the thing is, right, I mean... People generally, and we, we see this time and time again on the show, they do things or they get involved in things when it is something that's relevant to their circle or what they're going through. And and what you've done is instead of just giving money to someone, instead of just tweeting about it, you've actually gone and started something. Yes, yeah. Was it quite tough? It is. It's very tough. It's not easy. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was very fortunate because I went to a law firm. They um, helped me um, set up a Section 21. So, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's definitely a challenge, but, you know, I'm passionate about giving back and I think that it's part of what everybody should do. So, from a philanthropic perspective, yeah, I, I really am passionate about it. And is this all you do now? No, it's not. <laughs> I've actually got a number of things I do. Um, I also have a um, online business called talentfinders.com. Um, and I also do publicity. And I also have another nonprofit based in the U.S. So, yeah. So, so a woman with many hats. I can relate because I do like a million things every day as well. 
Yeah. See, I told you, it's amazing. Like, I've been dying to have her on the show, and I'm like, she has to come. No, then now's the time, now's the time, and here you are. Um, and tell us about this uh, Fast Company article. Um, so, yeah, I featured um, in Fast Company well, this month, um, the month of August. Um, and um, Women's month. Yeah, Women's month. Good highlight point, Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, it's it's really around um, it's really around me and talent finders and my entrepreneurial story, yes. um, and um, yeah, I think it's also it highlights a lot around women in the tech space because it's a very male dominated industry. Mm. Um, so yeah, the article is um, yeah it highlights all the points and obviously my entrepreneurial journey. So. With wow. some talent finders. Yeah. That is amazing. And then for the rest of the year, what do you plan to be doing? Sure. So much. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I plan to, um, I'm, I'm planning on looking at, um, going to, uh, Lisbon yes. in November mm-hmm. because, um, I want to, um, you know, find an investor for talent finders to take it to the next level. Mm. Um, and then obviously the charity side, um, I'm doing, we're looking at doing a, um, advanced driving events mm-hmm. and involving, you know, some celebrities. Sorry, so that's be- got me very excited. Advanced <laughs> driving, I'm in. Tell me what to do. I'm there. Yeah. So we, we're planning on having, you know, obviously want to get as many people involved as possible. Mm. Um, so yeah, so it would be like in Inviting people to drive with celebrities and various people. So we'd love to have you guys involved. What are you? You're an F3, right? Uh, I don't, so I used to race F3s. Oh, wow. Um, in, in my younger days. Yeah. Uh, which is the Dodge V6 four, <laughs> Dodge V6 450 brake horsepower. Wow. Also, also known as a Raynard. And, um, yeah, good fun on track. It, it, that really excites me. Um, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't very good at it. I, n- I never used to get pole position, <laughs> yeah. but I always had fun. Yes. But you did it. And I yes. did it. And I always and had fun. And, and I think, um, if you'd like, I could give you the introduction, unless you already know Sasha Martin and go, he would be so key. Yeah, no, that He's would be awesome. Full on advanced driving. We're there like a bear. Yeah. So the charity itself, I mean, you're looking after people. How many people are you looking after? Um, well, at this stage, we're trying to help a lady. Um, who's got a very um, she's actually got a tumor which is in a very difficult position so um, in, if, if she did like an ordinary surgery the the risks are huge so amazing. yeah so um, we're trying to help her raise money to get to India to get a specific treatment I've, I mean I've heard about the Indian thing before it's, yeah. it's quite big that that uh, operation yeah, it's very and expensive. Big. Well, yes. just for her to get there is going to cost 275,000 rand yeah Wow. So, yeah. and then with my US um, uh, nonprofit, um, that's going to help. So that's going to be like a big, um, sort of the big daddy of funding. So my my South African um, nonprofit here would be able to apply to the US uh, US uh, entity for funding. So one of the things that we're also trying to work on is to raise um, eight hundred and forty US dollars. Um, to, to trademark the logo. So everything's been done pro bono, but we obviously, in terms of... No, there's, there's always those hard costs that creep in that yes. you need to pay. Yeah. So it's fully understood. Yeah. Hmm. And then, um, yeah, just going back to talent finders, uh, you know, just to highlight some things. So the objective behind talent finders was also to create a platform for artists. So even individuals such as yourself, when people are looking for talent, they don't always know who represents the talent and they end up going through 20 
agents or you know 10 agents and then everybody's adding on a percentage of commission so um so you know we created a platform where we don't bypass agencies so if you are represented by an agent you you can obviously still list um yeah so and some of my biggest i would say some of my biggest inspirations are people like elon musk gary vaynerchuk um i don't know if you've (laughs) seen him um and then yeah i just i do get some support from a norwegian mentor as well And, Um, and the talent finder itself so what sorts of talent is on on your site so actors models musicians presenters djs sports individuals um yeah I mean, you name it, we've got everybody. Yeah, it's across the board. So even now, like I, I have a, um, uh, just an, as an example, so some of the benefits that people can, you know, receive, um, is obviously publicity because I have a, you know, a strong publicity angle. So for example, um, Gurman Nesland, as you know, he's going to be featuring in some some of the magazines. He's got great leadership skills. Um, mm-hmm. He's he's also a great speaker. And giving back to charity. Yeah, and he's giving back to charity. And we're bringing him out here um, in October. That's amazing. <laughs> Yay. Okay, well, I'm so glad we've had her on the show now. Yeah, no. So um, I want you to... To plan to come back because we're going to do the advanced driving thing. Yes, we're going to be discussing that. So once we've, if I get, if I crack the nod, no, you do. I don't You've know already I, cracked the nod, Brent. <laughs> so crack the nod. I'm going to be doing this advanced driving. I'm going to get my mate Sasha on board as well, and we'll have a good day out. And then after that day, we can come back and just chat about sort of how it was and how yes. much money we raised because that's what it's about, right? Yes. Amazing. If people want to follow you on. Uh, the interwebs or social medias, where do they go? What do they do? Um, so they can follow me. I've got quite a few uh, social media platforms. So my personal um, my personal Twitter is um, at Karen, Karen Black Live. Then there's at Faces of Hope Live. Um, and there's at Faces of Inspiration, which is the US entity. And then at Talent Finders. A woman with very many hats. Um, <laughs> and it's just, it's an inspiration to meet you and to see the amazing stuff you're doing. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I know that time is money and, and you with many hats are, are sort of, <laughs> time is money, full yes. stop. Um, but it's been great having you on the show and we look forward to seeing what you do in the future. Super. Thanks for having me on the show, Brent. Thank you. The, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. This is home. Welcome back to the good stuff. Uh, this is Cliff Central's Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brendan Dickey, and Kerry Stone. I'm glad that we got it right this time. Last time it was a bit of a, a hiccup. Um, I was someone else. You were someone else. <laughs> so, like I was saying earlier on, every single week we get to interview really amazing people doing incredible things in South Africa, and this week is no different. We've got a lovely lady sitting across from me with the name of Palessa from something that's called the Queen Butterfly Foundation. Palessa, welcome to the good stuff. Yay! Thank you for having us, guys. It's good to be here. Man, it's exciting. When I got your email, I could see that you determined and you are purposeful and you have goals and you have dreams and we're going to help you get there. I love your name. 
Oh, thank you. I, I mean, um, when I got your email, I was just literally looking at my inbox every single day thinking, oh, what's going to happen next? You know, I can't wait to come here. So, yeah. Man, so cool. Um, let's kick it right off. What is the Queen Butterfly Foundation? Well, the Queen Butterfly Foundation is um, a foundation for children that are profoundly and mentally challenged, um, physically and um, mentally disturbed. So um, what the Queen Butterfly Foundation offers is um, a place where these children can come and be themselves and um, and have their own dignity without actually um, being put in a space where they have to be people that they're not. So it's a environment where kids come and every day and um, unfortunately they don't stay there yet but that's the part of the plan when we grow so there is a plan to grow yes. um, it's differently abled right that's a better way of, of calling it's yes. differently abled yeah. and you've got these kids that come through um, do their parents bring them every day well some of the parents can bring them every day but some they can't because of transport so it is important that the foundation has its own transport because some of the parents they can't really bring the kids and drop them off and where where are you guys based? We are actually based in the West Rand, but we are in Kloofendal, Rodiport. Uh, in Rodiport. Yes. Um, and how many kids do you currently have? At the moment, we've got 10, but I've got 15 waiting kids on my list. Oh, wow. I can imagine if you're offering a great service, there would be people that would want to partake and, and get involved. What sorts of, I mean, in the space that you have, what sorts of things are the kids doing? Well, we do um, normal activities. So they do art on Mondays where they do, um, we've got like a theme if it's, um, it's ocean. So they will do with their hands, do little fishes with the, with the paint. And on Tuesday they do music. It's therapeutic for them. And um, really the listeners must understand our kids are severely, they're profoundly disabled. So everything that we do is hand over hand where it's been facilitated by, you know, the facilitators. So we're trying really to um, to do normal things with them, exciting things that any normal child would want to do. So, and they do cooking on Fridays where, you know, they try to stay with their little stiff hands and we help them. And they really love it. You can actually see um, the normal child coming out of their smiles when you help them. P- Palesa, I know it's incredibly rude to ask a woman what her age is, but you look... <laughs> Really young. Yeah. <laughs> you look really young. So it, it, you don't have to give me your age. I'm going to, I'm going to go with you young, right? Yes. What, what is this passion? What, I mean, why, why did you create this initiative? Well, um, it started very, when I was 19 years old, um, I came to Jobek. Uh, my mother is a domestic worker. She loves her job. And, um, I came to join her because she couldn't take me to school. You know, um, I had passed my metric, but not that good where I can actually get a bursary. So without hanging around and being at home and, you know, just, you know, being miserable, she said, come to Jobek and, um, let's see that maybe there will be something for you up here and that's how I joined my mother and I've be- always been one of those kids that really want to do something with their time like I don't want to be a victim at all so when my mom does her thing I used to help her around and it happened that in that family there was a disabled child so I used to you know um, occupy and help her to look after him and then I started asking questions why isn't he talking and the mother tried to explain it to me well back then my English wasn't so good but um and then she saw that I had this very interest to the child and she's passion. like passion yeah well at that stage I wouldn't call it passion because I didn't know what it was I was very you know I said you know what let me just 
do something with my time. You know, yes. And she took me to the therapist when she takes him. And um, I used to see them do stuff with him. And I'm like, wow. Yes, and physiotherapy. So I used to go with them. And um, I started being keen, and I'm like, what is it that you're doing? Why are you doing this? You know, why are you stretching the leg? Why? And they used to give me notes. And then I started, when I get home, I'll pretend I'm an OT or a physiotherapist oh, to him. So that's how it started. And then um, they said to me, um, listen, we know somebody. If you're really keen, this is what you love. And I started to think, well... I'm good at this, and I started to like it. And they said, there's somebody that's starting a small center. Um, Would you like to go there and just volunteer? And I used to volunteer for the rest of the year without really getting paid. But it it was about the passion. It was about the passion. And it started that early days where I was like, I know this is a calling. Because for me, it was not about, well, let me just do this for a time being when something great comes along. So I was very passionate from a young age. And I've been doing it for almost 12 years now, and I loved it. Ta- taking the leap from being in a in a center, even though you may not have been getting paid, and it was, it's still security in some way. Yeah. Taking that leap of faith to go out on your own, uh, was that quite scary? It was. <laughs> it was. Last year it started, and let me tell you, uh, physically and emotionally, oh, I nearly died. Because every night, you know, I mean, I was so used to having my salary without even thinking, where is it coming from? You know, now I've made a decision like, you know what, I want to grow now. There are so many people I want to, you know, touch their lives, and um, I'm ready for this. But then with coming to be ready, you know, there are certain things that you don't really consider, like... Mm. Okay, you're ready, you want to grow, you want to start your own thing, but then where's the money going to come from, you know? So that was quite a big thing for me, but then I had faith. Honestly, I look back now and I realize that, wow, you know, it wasn't such a bad move at all. If I have to do it again, I'll definitely do it because every single day I grow, you know, from learning challenges that come about with starting your own thing, so... So um, South Africa, I love it because South Africa is one of the, the very few places in the world where you can start your own business without like the red tape of Australia or the UK. <laughs> or we, we can literally go, okay, um, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And, and you can put it together and become an entrepreneur, which is what you've become. Your business is going to grow. I'm sitting across from you. I literally have goosebumps. You're an inspirational human being. And I'm thankful for today that I got to meet you because you are a phenomenal person. I can see it. I've spent five minutes with you and you can see it from a mile away. What we need to do is, is get you funding, get you awareness, get everything out there. So, so what is it that you need? And, and, and then we can start actually building towards a goal. Okay. Well, before getting to that, I, I've got some great news to share. Um, this woman that's sitting right next to me, I just met her at some breakfast corporate thing, and I was telling her about Queen. So Butterfly. sorry, there is really someone sitting here. <laughs> this is this is this is radio. So so our listeners might be like, "What? Um, we can't really see anything." Okay. So we have we have an amazing another amazing She's human waving. being. She's waving. She she doesn't want to talk on the microphone, and she doesn't really want to be known or heard. But there is incredible news. Um, she's got a cold, so they she doesn't. Surprised us. 
They did surprise us. What is the good news? Well, um, as I was explaining that I met her just like having a, a normal conversation like you and I now. And then a few weeks later, she's like, you know what? We're going to help you to do a fundraising because I said for me to sustain my center, I have to connect with people that can be able to help me to get the funding going. And she organized a breakfast uh, thing for Queen Butterfly, which they raised quite a big money for the foundation. I was just like, yay. <laughs> and um, after that, good news really came about where one of the other companies decided to fundraise for me and donated a car for the foundation, which oh I didn't have. So that's the news. So I'm celebrating so much. And um, with, with a short period of time, you know, for Queen Butterfly to get a, you know, a transport, that, that was one of my main things that I needed, a transport so that I can transport kids. You know, I was really doing illegal things where I would take my own little car and getting the kids here yes, just to sorted. help. So this car, so I'm celebrating a car. That is absolutely yes. fantastic. And again, so I, I said you're, you, I can feel that you're an incredible human being. One of the things that I always say in my talks, it's, it's something that my peers have taught me and that I, that I carry with me. If you do what is good and what is right, the universe knows what to give back to you. And that is exactly the position you're in. It's called pronoia. It's the opposite of paranoia. Okay. So, so pronoia is that the universe is actually there to help you. And if you put stuff out there, it'll come to you. And I know it's going to be amazing. If people want to help you, if they want to get involved, if they want to contribute, because now's the time. Yes. How do they find you, how do they get okay, well, they can follow us on Facebook. It's Queen Butterfly Foundation. We've got our own page there. They can see the activities that's happening. And we also have um, the website. It's www.queenbutterfly.co.za. And they can also see some of our photos there and some of the events. And my cell number is 072-871-2559. Please drop me a message or anything. We really need the support for the out there. Anybody that has any information, please. Absolutely amazing. Thank you for being on the good stuff. Um, you are an inspiration. Wow. I'm going to post all of those links and the story up online so that you can get involved. This is uh, this is going to change South Africa. It's just doing good and, and doing the right thing. Thank you very, very Thank much. Thank you for, being for the having good stuff. me. Thank you, guys. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. This is CliffCentral.com. Can't believe that an hour has just flown by with the most incredible human beings. I can't even believe it. How inspirational. She is she is phenomenal. Um and you know you know how easy it was for her to get in touch with us. She emailed Cliff Central, they sent me the mail and they were like, Do you think this will be a cool interview? And nonchalantly I was like, Yeah, no problem. Interview sounds great. It's she the Palessa is wow. like my woman of the year. She's amazing. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's going to come out in, sure. in radio that you can hear, but the, the passion is palatable wow, wow, and quite wow, incredible. Wow. Um, we dig doing good stuff. If you have good stories that you want to share with us, please send them through. It's, um, this is what we do. We share mm -hmm. good news, right? Yes. Cool. Uh, uh, sometimes we do a change one thing, and this week I want to do my normal change one thing. Even though it's getting hotter, even though the weather's changing, uh, keep a blanket, keep... Clothing and now that fruit. the weather, I know the weather is changing. So it's fruit, water, clothes still. 
So socks. instead of a jersey, socks. Yeah, exactly. Homeless people need socks. That's it. So, so keep that all in your car. And if you see someone on the side of the road, you don't have to give them five rand. You don't have to moan that you don't know where your money's going. You can give them something good that they can actually utilize. And believe me, the country needs it. People need it. An so umbrella, even. That. An umbrella for the rain. You've tuned into the good stuff on Cliff, Spen- Cliff Central. <laughs> so <laughs> You've tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central. And we've spent the show chatting about a bunch of good stuff. We need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. I'm going to leave you with this quote today. Maybe the key to happiness is realizing that you are in complete control of how happy you are. Hmm. Wishing you and yours only good things. I hope you have an incredible week and a terrific Tuesday. Yes. It's been absolutely amazing. Care. Can't believe how quickly it's gone. This is the good stuff on, on Cliff Central. Cliff Central. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.